clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way, she will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find The Tower wherever you get your podcasts, or as an ad-free album on their Bandcamp, tincanaudio.bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with Part 4 coming soon. Hello, I'm Cody Michael Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello listeners, this is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Hi everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision and details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can. Filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. 
Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors. This bonus episode takes place after the events of Episode 4 and is a crossover with the Supernatural Protection Company. No prior knowledge of that show is required to enjoy this episode, but we recommend that you remain on the line after your call has been completed to learn more about the show. Thank you for calling the Supernatural Protection Company customer service line. May I have your name, pronouns, and policy number? Oh my god. (laughs) Someone actually picked up. What? For real? That's surprising and terrifying. Yeah, uh, my name is Cassius. Just Cassius. Pronouns are they, them, and... Do you even have a policy number? Wait, uh... I, I've got it right here. Uh, okay, it's, a one, nine, three... Why did I fold this? Ampersand, 17, uh, 104. I do have the policy pulled up, but I'm sorry, the name you provided does not match the information on it. Is the policy holder there with you? Oh, that's right, uh... It's your policy, Lizzie. Do you wanna... Uh, I... I think I'd rather not... Uh, you're better at this than I am. <clears throat> yes, the policyholder is here with me. I'm speaking for her. That's fine. If you could just confirm her full name? Oh yeah, it's Elizabeth. Elizabeth Bellinger. You need me to spell that for you? No, that's quite all right. And how may I help you, Cassius? Well, I think I have a few questions first. Like, okay, the policyholder was gifted this policy before taking a job with Vincula. Do you know who they are? Yes, we are aware of Vincula. Cool, 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 cool. Uh-huh. What did they say? Uh, they said... They know him. Do you have any, uh, details on them? We're employees at Vincula, and we're not really sure how this whole policy thing works. I'm sorry, but that is classified information, as we cannot share any details about other policyholders. Ah. It's classified. Another dead end. Wait, you said they insure things? That's what my aunt said. All right. Let me try something. (laughs) You want to talk to them? You can't lie your way out of a clear plastic bin, Silas. I don't need to lie. Be quick, guys. I don't know how long we have. Hello? Yes? This is Silas Caldwell. Pronouns he, him. Speaking for Elizabeth Bellinger. I'm afraid there may have been some confusion. I'm here to make a claim about a destroyed recording device. I see. And was this device covered under the policy in question? Uh, Lizzie, did your aunt happen to mention what all was covered? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I may not have been paying very much attention. 
I just remember her saying it should help. We're not actually too sure about the coverage. If I may explain a little. We encountered something in the guy... Silas. In... in the woods. Yes, in the woods. Uh, we can confirm independently the entity in question was completely invisible. Our recorder was dropped from a great height and was destroyed in the process. Is that something that's covered? Was it dropped by said entity? Or rather, was it a direct result of an action taken by it? Uh, direct result. One moment, please. Depending on the type of entity, Mix Bellinger does have coverage for damages to personal property. Can you provide more details as to the specifics of the situation? Certainly. Uh, we're Vincula's exploration team. The Bree... The... The Bree... The... The Brinkers. Yes, the Brinker team. We collect samples... Abroad for their biotech work. During one of our collection runs, we ran into a large group of these entities. There was no visual evidence, but there seemed to be quite a few of them, based on the noise they made. Lots of yelling and screaming sounded animalistic. Our biologist thinks... Yes, I am a trained biologist, and it's my scientific opinion that we had discovered some kind of creature, or cryptid, if you will, an invisible ape, actually. On company permission, we were able to locate the habitat of these creatures, and it was while exploring this habitat that our recorder suffered an incident. Are you going to mention the horse bat? This story is unbelievable enough without the horse bat, Alex. Are you saying there were two distinct types of cryptid involved in this incident? That is very unusual. Oh, uh, yes, actually. Sorry, I'm new to these types of incidents myself. But yes, a separate entity. A cryptid, I guess. Don't say it like it's a swear, old man. Another cryptid arrived and was the root cause of our issue. It came out of the sky screaming at us. We thought it may have been more of the invisible apes, but this, for lack of a better description, horse bat came swooping out of the air. I take it this flying cryptid grabs the recording device and then dropped it? Well... Hmm, they haven't hung up yet. These guys might be the real deal after all. The flying cryptid grabbed our biologist first. Would you say it was... Like a mating ritual, or...? I would not care to give an opinion on that at this time. <laughs> right, right. We're not entirely sure why, but it latched onto our biologist, who lost their balance, and then proceeded to drop the recording device. Oh, this invisible ape habitat was maybe 20 or 30 meters up on a tree branch. I think I'm going to need some more information on where this occurred. Cryptid-related incidents must be verified through different means than other types of claims, seeing as collecting proof of them is quite difficult. 
We would dearly love some information on that ourselves, to be honest. You don't know where you were when this happened? No, not exactly. This may complicate matters even more. We're... It's our opinion, as scientists from multiple backgrounds... I'm a physicist. I'm a biologist. I'm a... I'm a something, too. That the place we found these cryptids was not Earth. But we also don't know precisely where we actually were. Oh. So it was another universe or planet reached through a portal of some kind? That actually simplifies things quite a bit. It does. I mean, of course, that that should streamline things, right? Yes, a portal of some kind. Why is that easier? I, I don't understand. Just one moment while I verify something. Wonderful. Did I let the cat out of the bag? I think it's okay to tell him, Silas. We're already going to be boiled alive if Bo finds out we made this call. Unfortunately, it does not seem that McSpellinger's policy is extended for coverage on alien worlds and or alternate universes. Drat. While her policy is fairly extensive when it comes to the work of what I can only hazard a guess is a cryptozoologist, it does not appear that non-Earth-based species were considered at the time this policy was last updated. Your aunt must have missed a clause, Lizzie. Why? You're not covered for non-Earth-based species. Really? That seems like an oversight on your aunt's part. I guess that never crossed her mind. Of course, I didn't really know what I'd be doing either. <sighs> well, you're right. I suppose this does simplify matters tremendously. We were hoping to get something for the recorder. Yes, I'm very sorry we can't help you with this particular incident. If McSpellinger would like, we can update the policy to include this coverage. I take it there will be more trips to this place in the future, and this way you will at least have some amount of additional protection. Unfortunately, yes. Many trips are likely to happen, whether we like it or not. Lizzie, they want to know if you want to add the coverage... Oh, um, they'd probably have to take it up with my aunt. She's covering for me right now. I don't want her to get it if it's too extravagant, but it does seem like it would be useful. <sighs> what are we even talking about at this point? We were hoping for the scoop on Vincula, and now we can't even get a $20 mic covered? Right, right. I guess I'll just have to let my aunt know to update the policy. We need to hurry this up anyway. I don't know how much time we have after I triggered the alarm in the secure specimen storage. Are we allowed to ask anything about Vincula? Let me try something else. It looks like we need to pursue additional coverage with the person who pays for the policy. That's completely fine. Just ask Mix Bellinger to give us a call when that's sorted. In the meantime, is there anything else I can help you with? Yes. Actually, do you happen to offer life insurance for said non-Earth entity incidents? As a matter of fact, we do. Would this be for a single person or group of people? Uh, 
let's just say one, since I'm pretty sure only one of us is very underqualified for some of the things he's been coerced into doing. Life insurance? Really? Any one of these trips could easily be my last, and you know it. And I'll not go unprepared. Would you like to sign up for one after I'm done? Why is the... Why was roof access unlocked? Wait, what are you all doing up here? You know this area is off limits. We've been had. Oh, hi, Miss Vo. We're just... Uh, Can it, Silas? Hang up! Another time, perhaps. Really uh, we might call you back. Salutations. Well, okay then. To be honest, I'm not at all surprised by any of that, given Vincula is involved. Ugh, that company, I swear. And if that was the same Vo I think it was, that group needs all the help they can get. If you or a loved one regularly struggles with paranormal issues, you should check out the other episodes of my podcast, The Supernatural Protection Company. Through a mix of scripted and improvised comedy, experience what it would be like to work customer service for a paranormal insurance company. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on Mastodon at the SPC Podcast at podvibes.co or on Tumblr at the SPC Podcast. This collaborative episode of the Supernatural Protection Company and Syntax was written and created in collaboration with Saf the Something. The Supernatural Protection Company is one of my favorite shows and we all enjoy it here at TSP. Saf does incredible work bringing the dry humor as well as the existentialism of being a call center agent to the AD community and SPC is just incredibly well done and hilarious and I would appreciate it so much if you were able to check them out. Thanks so much. This episode featured Ty Vaughn as Silas, Beth Fung as Cassius, Morgie B as Elizabeth, Jules Christine as Alex, Kyla Crockett as Miss Vo, and as always, Safta Something. It was written by Ty Vaughn and Safta Something, and produced by Stella Rowan Odom and Safta Something. Links to all their projects and socials are in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. The Syntax cover art was created by Anthony Crockett, and the SPC cover art was created by Ash Letty. Oh, hi, Miss Vo. <laughs> mm. Good. Good. It was good. Good start. Good start. Good start. Um, okay, for the first... I really felt like I did not say the T and don't at all, so I'm going to redo that line again for you. I apologize. Be quick, guys. I don't know how long we have. I didn't do it there either. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So how's everybody's evening going? Good, 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 good. And how are the wife and kids? Great. 
imagine being the agent for whatever reason. This agent's like, why are there six people here? <sighs> Deep sigh of Silas. Can't spell, can't spell Silas without sigh, right? Mission failed. Operation unsuccessful. <laughs>